It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? It's your hosts, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. Today, we're going to react to Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma's Media Day comments. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver, and my guy, Brandon Scott. Today, we're going to talk about Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma's Media Day press conference comments today and uh, start that off. We're going to do Danny and Bilal the next episode, and then we're going to do some more, probably just the rest of the guys. And uh, then we're going to preview the preseason game coming up on Tuesday, October 10th. And later on this week, we'll talk about the – City Edition jerseys that were leaked as well. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. But we're going to start off with our guy, Kyle Kuzma, had blue hair. Not as bad as Jimmy Butler with his hair situation. (laughs) But uh, we know Kyle Kuzma likes to do stuff like this and dye his hair. Um, What were some comments that stood out to you? Or what was – what was we'll start off one by one. Uh, What was one quote that stood out to you from Kyle Kuzma? Um, First one to start off, man, uh, he made a comment that this is a retool, not a rebuild. Uh, there's a lot. He he believes there's a lot of talent on this roster, and I, I hey, I said this early on, man, that I kind of view this as a short-term rebuild or a retool. Because if you look at the talent, you know, Kyle Kuzma, Jordan Poole, championship experience, leadership, leadership. Uh, but if you look at the young guys, you know, we know what Corey Kisper can do. Denny, you know, he has on the defensive side, you know, he is on point. You know, we're just waiting on the offensive side. So um, Johnny's still waiting, and Bill out still waiting. But you have intriguing talent. Um, I don't talk about Tyus as much as I should. Uh, I think Tyus Jones is going to be a heck of a point guard. I think he's, you know, we have a good ugh, good team. Not great, not trash, kind of in the middle. Um, I think we're gonna definitely going to be too good to really have a top five pick. But I say that now, but after the deadline, we'll see. <laughs> right. We very well could, you know, fulfill that goal. But uh, right now, before the deadline, we have a lot of talent. Like I said, Tyus Jones is going to have the opportunity to prove that he could be a star point guard. Uh, Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma are both going to score at a high clip. And so I, I'm with them, man. I think you know this could be a retool. Now, the reason why I think it's a retool because very often than not, DC is always painted as a city that not a lot of free agents want to come to. And I always mention that you know with Jordan Poole, with you know with a lot of influence off the court. Um, same thing with Kyle Kuzma. I think that eventually people are going to want to come to DC, man. And you know if you look at the free agent markets in the next three years, man, there's an opportunity for us to get some talent here, man. And especially through trade, definitely got to build through the draft. That's that's our first go-to. But uh, I think that they're going to be able to build a contender in three, maybe four years. So I, I'm with them, man. I think it's going to be a retool. They have too much talent to really be the bottom of the barrel. So, yeah, that's one quote that I'm going to start with that I really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll see how this season goes. You brought up the trade deadline. So it is interesting to see who they keep. You know, are they going to move Tyus? Are they going to move DeLon, Shamed, Gallo? 
all these guys, you know, how long is this rebuild going to take or retool going to take? And um, if, can Jordan Poole hit his full potential? We'll see how that happens. Kyle Kuzma, does he hit his full potential? Can he have somewhat of an all-star season? You know, he's going to put up a lot of points and a lot of shots, so we'll see how uh, he improves this season. And, um, you know, just going forward, we'll see how this team goes. It's a bunch of young guys, a mix of young guys and veterans. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it probably will take about three years. We don't have a lot of first-round picks. We didn't get a lot of draft capital from Brad. We didn't get a lot of draft capital from from uh, Porzingis. And, you know, they're kind of still trying to get – it looks like they're trying to get trade capital from Kyle Kuzma and possibly get a first-round pick for him. So it, it could take – it definitely – I could see the the uh, new regime taking three years to become really a legitimate competitive team, especially with the Eastern Conference being so good with Dame going to the East now and you got um, – the Celtics getting Drew Holiday, they got better, yeah. they improved, they got Porzingis. Yeah. So the East, it, it, it got tougher this year. It got tougher. It, it's it's been good. It was good last year, but it definitely is an uphill battle for the Wizards uh, moving forward for sure. Uh, that was a good quote. I did like Kuzma talking about playing with pace. Uh, no, I knew, I know they they talk, they 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 did talk about this last year, and they talked yeah. about this last year going into the offseason. They want to push the pace, so it's really on West, but. Even without West, I think we got guys that want to move the ball more, want to push, want to run. We have some shooters on the, on the floor. Gallo can shoot. Um, Muscala can shoot. We got some bigs that can shoot. Uh, Jordan Poole can shoot. Kuz can shoot. Tyus can shoot. Corey can shoot. So we we have a lot of shooters. We got a lot of young guys that can run. Blau can run. And uh, Kyle Kuz, we got really excited. He said, much, much faster, talking about playing with pace. Uh, oh, my gosh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be really fun, and it's going to be fun to watch, too. We got a lot of shooting. We got a lot of exciting players, so it's going to be entertaining. So, yeah, I'm excited watching this team. They may not win a lot of games, but they're going to run up and down the court. Gafford is a big that you got to run. You get the best out of him when he's running the floor, catching lobs, catching oops. Uh, that's how you get the best out of him. Tyus Jones is more of a steady Eddie guy, but I think he can push the pace too. Last year you had Monte, yeah. who was just a slower point guard. Uh, DeLon Wright is a guy that's not really looking to push like that either. So, um, with Jordan Poole, who's a young guy, who's quick and fast. Kyle Kuzma likes to push when he gets the rebounds, yeah. too. Denny likes to push it, too, when he gets bored. Yeah. So, yeah, if Wes really just lets these guys play freely, then uh, they can really, really push the pace and be a top 10, you know, fast breaker or a top 10 pace team. That doesn't mean they're going to win a lot of games, but they could be more efficient with pushing the pace. Yeah, I think so, too. I think they're definitely going to be more efficient. I think if you really want to get the most out of this talent, you already mentioned it, definitely push the pace. I think that's definitely a recipe for success because in the last two years, um, Dinwiddie, Monte, just <laughs> it's just too slow, man. You know, the defense had plenty of time to set up, and, just, you know, we just didn't have the personnel for that system offensively to be able to play at half court. You know, so I definitely think that pushing the pace is going to get the most out of this roster. Um, looking at another quote real quick, um, he said that um, – I'm not a vet, you know, Taj is a vet, but I'm seasoned. So he's being a little humble a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But um, but as far as this quote kind of tells me, you know, he's got a leadership, man. I mean, I, I love the leadership of him and Jordan Poole, man. Um, kind of funny comments, you know, obviously Taj's been in the game, the game a minute, but, you know, I think the biggest thing that he brings to the Wizards, same thing with Jordan Poole, man, is just that championship experience, you know, playing with the players that they play with, man. You know, a lot of players that, I mean, look at the guys who played with Jordan, man. Either you know they've been head coaches, they've been in executives. You know that I mean, you playing with the greats, man. You you learn. You know what I'm saying Steve Kerr. You know Steve Kerr was a guy where you know he was a piece of the puzzle, but he wasn't like an all star. You know he wasn't you know a marquee guy, but he's a head coach of a very successful team. 
so you learn stuff. So I definitely think that you know they bring a lot of experience. And um, one more <laughs> we kind of talking before, but uh, he said that this team, quote unquote, is going to be very, very fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But he kind of mentioned, I know he's kind of throwing bullets at it a little bit, but um, <laughs> that he mentioned that last year wasn't too fun to watch. So and that kind of brings up another thing is that I that that's another thing that's kind of the hallmarks of leadership. To, you know, talk. You know, tell me the truth. Don't 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 whitewash nothing. You know, just look. Tell me what I want to hear, man. You know, um, and that's what I like about Kyle Kuzma, man, is that he can he tells it like it is. You know, he's not right. trying to be political. He's not trying to beat around the bush. You know, look, last year wasn't fun to watch. It's just it had a lot going on. Um, but I I agree, man. I think that this is definitely going to be a team that's going to be fun to watch. Now we both we both know that they're not aiming to make the playoffs. Now, if they make the playoffs, Lord have mercy, that'll be a, <laughs> a heck of a plus. But, you know, they're, they're definitely evaluating. So, but you mentioned earlier, right before I passed Mike back, man, um, it's very interesting because you brought up Tyson, or Tyson, Lord have mercy, Tyus Jones. And could he be, I mean, maybe they're evaluating him. Maybe if he plays well enough, could he be a long-term piece? Could, you know, I mean, there's a lot of variables here. And that's what I like about what's going on here is that, yes, we're evaluating before the deadline and maybe we're playing young guys after the deadline, but they're evaluating a lot of these vets too. And as these vets prove to be part of the future, you very well could see a lot of the couple of these vets as long-term pieces. So yeah, th- those are a couple of quotes I like, man. Mm. Yeah. He definitely threw shade at the last year's team and some of the process there. Maybe he was talking about the late game situations where we just couldn't finish games or we blew leads at the end, or it was just repetitive giving Brad the ball at the end of the game or Porzingis starting off hot and then he goes cold in the second half, you know, so maybe he could be talking about that where it was just a slower pace, um, not a lot of pushing the pace, and that's something that he wants to see moving forward. And, yeah, it's more entertaining when they're running up and down, like kind of that running gun style. Um, so, yeah, I, I could see why he was saying that. Uh, but another thing that I that I like, too, that he said, he um, talked about him and Jordan Poole playing together, how they're going to complement each other. Uh, well, because they both played off ball for with future Hall of Famers. You know, Kuz played with LeBron. He played with Anthony Davis. They won a championship over there with the Lakers. He won a championship over there with the Lakers. Jordan Poole played with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, uh, with the Warriors, some future Hall of Famers right there. Um, yeah. And they didn't, you know, they didn't have the ball at the time. So they had to learn to play off of guys, play off LeBron, play yeah. off, off of Steph, play off of Clay, play off of AD, Anthony Davis. So, um, and Kuz said, I'm really excited. It's not a, my turn, his turn type of situation. We can play throughout an ecosystem together and make it work. So, they're, they're guys, they're looking to share the ball. Yes, they take a lot of shots. They take a lot of heat check shots. They, you know, they take a lot of sidestep, step back, kind of really contested shots. We know we get that from Kuz. We're going to get that a lot from Jordan Poole as well, but they're not going to make it a year turn, my turn. So they're going to try to make it into the flow of the offense, which is going to be hard coming off. Yeah. This is their first time playing with each other. So it may look a little um, up and down at first, but I think once they get the chemistry, you just see them, they did the TikTok thing where, it was some type of TikTok thing where they like say who's the best defender, who's the best passer. So you see the chemistry; they they're laughing together. It is the honeymoon phase right now, so everybody's getting along and whatnot. So um, I'm pretty optimistic on the way it's going to work out. I think these two are going to play really, really good basketball together. And you brought up Tyus as well. He said Tyus brings some calmness. He brings calmness. Yeah. He said you're going to see a lot from Tyus Jones this year. He respects the way Tyus Jones works as a player on and off the court. So he said he's had nothing but good things to say about Tyus Jones as well. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely like how this is all coming together to start things off, man. Obviously, everything has to, you know, the season has to happen. And that, but right now, they're doing all the right things as far as chemistry, as far as, you know, you see, you know, videos of Jordan Poole and Tyus 
in the gym, putting in work. You know, Kyle Kuzma doing this thing with his blue hair. <laughs> um, so they're definitely building that chemistry. Chemistry is very important, especially for a young team like this, man. Where, but I, I love what they're doing, man. I love the leadership potential of Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma, man. I mean, he's, I, I, I think just like last year, we're looking at um, Delon Wright. We called that probably one of the most under the radar, underrated moves of the NBA, in my opinion. Um, Kyle Kuzma could be that man because. What he brings as far as leadership and experience, man, is going to do a lot for these young guys in his organization. And it's going to do a lot for helping build that winning culture in D.C. So mm-hmm. I love what I see, man. Yeah, you said you talked with Derek Jeter about leadership as well. I mean, that's one of the greats. You're a baseball yeah. guy. I don't watch baseball much, but I know Derek <laughs> Jeter certainly is a Hall of Famer oh, and yeah. a legend. So, I mean, that's one of the best guys you can learn leadership from is uh, Derek Jeter. But we're going to talk about leadership a little bit more. Um, before we do get to that, today's episode is brought to you by I bought a it's football season, so that means pizza, wings, and maybe even some buffalo chicken dip, whatever you prefer at your tailgate. Go all out and get cash back on every purchase with I bought a. The holidays are near, which means you might have a long list of gifts you need to buy. Don't just spend money on everyone else without getting anything in return. Use I bought it to start getting cash back today. I bought it gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods, so you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. Download the iBotta app now and use code LOCK to start earning real cash back. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free iBotta app and use code LOCKED. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code LOCKED. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And um, right now, yeah, everybody's getting along well. Like I said, it's the, it is the honeymoon phase. Uh, Gaffer joked around about Kuzma calling a timeout. Kuzma joked around <laughs> about it on the, on Twitter. We'll talk about more about what Gaffer had to say as well. But um, one one comment that stood out to me about Jordan Poole and uh, his quote is, and, uh, and I'll talk about what Blau had to say about Jordan Poole too. We'll talk about what Blau had to say later. But in another episode, but Blau talked about how Jordan Poole made Blau move his locker to hit right next to Jordan Poole. He moved his ta- his name tag. So that showed leadership as well. Yeah. And um, they talked about how Jordan Poole uh, organizes a mini camp, the summer mini camp. We talked about the before and, and, you know, invited teammates to come up to Los Angeles and play together before training camp, before the season started. Um, so Jordan Poole is just showing a lot of leadership. Same thing with Kyle Kuzma. Uh, Jordan Poole said, we know what it takes to build a championship culture. It starts with chemistry. It starts with being able to play for your teammates, not just with your teammates. You got to really know who they are as people. So he really wanted to get to know the guys coming yeah. from the Warriors, coming from a championship culture. He knows how it is over there. And, you know, his last year there, the chemistry just wasn't there with them. You know, whether it was yeah. him and some coaches or going back and forth with teammates, you know, the unfortunate event that happened at practice before the season started. So 
I think he really is keying in on getting to know guys this year because he doesn't want to go through the experience that he had last year. He wants to really get along with guys, and he knows that the better the chemistry is, the better the team is, just the better the experience. You can get the most out of your teammates and himself. So he, he's just showing a lot of leadership qualities, and I, I saw a lot of that in the um, in the press conference. That was one quote that stood out to me. Yeah, same here, man. I think he's shown leadership and he's shown maturity. You know, mm-hmm. he's had to kind of build his own brand coming to DC pretty fast, man. Because you know he, you know, getting traded and then a lot of stuff coming out with him and Draymond and this and that. He's had to kind of change the narrative and kind of form his own identity in DC really fast. Because and that's tough to do when you come to a new organization, especially coming from issues. Now, I know the only issues really are the Draymond Green punch and stuff like that. But, um, you know, the narrative was, you know, he's a free shooter who's immature. No, he's done all the right things, man. I have – I mean, I, I'm very impressed by how he's carried himself because, you know, just the Draymond Green comments, he could have clapped back. It could have been – I don't know if you remember, man. Um, You remember when um, – it's old school, man. Deshaun Stevenson was on the Wizards, and it was <laughs> us against the cast, and it ended up being like Jay-Z versus uh, – Of course. Wizards. Yeah. So, I mean, he could have clapped back. We could have had our own little moment, you know what I mean, going back and forth. But he took the – the grown man approach. You know, he mm-hmm. let it go. He said, look, I'm in D.C. I'm going to focus on D.C. First thing he does, he, he hollers at Bilal and says, look, man, takes him on his wing. You know, he's doing all the right things. So he's acting, you know, the maturity level is, is very high. I love what I see from him, man, because like I said, I said all the time, it's like it's, it's tough to judge a player from another organization when you're not in, in that area because you just you, you don't have the, you know, you don't see him as much. Like we know all the players in the organization, how they are because we, you know, we watch games, this and that. So seeing how he does in D.C. now, because I didn't know much about him in Golden State outside his play style on the court. You know, I see a, a humble young dude who's, who's hungry. He's ready mm-hmm. to prove that he's, he's trying to prove to the NBA but that, one, he can be a leader, a leader on a championship contender. But two, man, you know, he I'm telling you, he's going to light the league on fire. So, yeah, I'm with you. I love that quote. And it kind of leads into the quote that um, the next one, man, where he says that the organization is giving him a green light man <laughs> and i love it they're giving him a chance to be himself to be that score you know me that be that guy take those shots man you know find the efficiency you know learn to grow your game i love it man it, and it kind of goes into a quote going back to kuzma real quick where um it talks about how the wizards gave him a chance to lead kind of gave him a chance to be him and that's why i said that um that and that's the one comment that kind of leads me to people are going to want him come here and play man because you know, when you hear players say this organization is giving me the chance to be me, for me to expand my game, for me to find myself as far as who I am as a player, that's going to resonate with other players, man, especially young players, because there's a lot of players out there that may not be in the right system, may not be in the right fit, may not like their coach, but, you know, this and that, but this needs a place where they can be themselves. And when you hear stuff like that from players, man, and, you know, and the season hasn't even started, you hear a lot of good things about this organization from these players. They're going to bring free agents here, man. So I think that whole narrative about D.C. not being a free agent destination is going to end. I think people are going to want to play with these guys, man. So, you know, that's another quote I really like. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to be able to play free. He's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. Michael Winger, I mean, uh, Will Dawkins said that. So he's going to have the greatest of green lights. We know that. (laughs) Uh, He didn't have to say it for us to know that. We know him and Kuz are going to get a lot of shots (laughs) up. So, uh, Jordan Poole, man, he's a guy that can he can average. I mean, he averaged 25 points when Steph didn't play, so I could certainly see him averaging that. Yeah. Um, well above Andre Iguodala said he could average 30 as well. So a lot of people will see that, that uh, Jordan Poole could average definitely above 25 points a game. Uh, but it's just the way that he does it. How is he gonna is he gonna do it efficiently or is he forcing shots? Is it within the game? And I think that's something that him and Kuz 
one of, we're trying to say that they're not trying to force stuff. My your turn, my turn. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see Jordan Poole play this year. Uh, once again, talked about the the championship culture, and um, he talked about DC a lot. He brought up mumbo sauce, just asking people where to go, <laughs> where to go for food, and stuff sir. Like that. So just you know, just being a normal guy in the city. Yeah. And uh, he kind of has been, you know, under the radar. He's kind of trying to go and not let a lot of people see him or he'll wear like something to disguise himself and uh, get away with, you know, just being around in the city. Uh, he did say that he thinks they're building something special here. Um, just being optimistic about the team. So, yeah, I, I thought the guy said nothing but good things. And uh, it's the honeymoon phase right now. So we just got to see how these guys play Um was there any other things that stood out? Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in LA, and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Uh, let me look at my quotes real quick. There was one other that we didn't touch. but uh, It kind of leads into the green light, but it's uh, mm-hmm. another quote that he says, um, I've always played the right way. It was never a me type of play style. Mm-hmm, Whatever right. is next right now, if somebody is open because I'm able to draw two, I'll get off the ball. You know, I, and that's the thing that is that we we talk about. You know, obviously, look, Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole are both going to be shooting the ball a lot. But here's the thing: when defenses start focusing on one or both of them, then you start to see some of these other guys. What can they do? Denny, offensively, you know, this is the time when they get doubled or when the focus is on them for you to maybe be that third score. You know, be that guy. You know, Tyus. How much can he? How high is this ceiling as far as scoring? You know, I mean, this is when you start to see these guys. What can they do as far as a third or maybe fourth scoring option? And once you get to that point, now you kind of sit back and evaluate and say, "All right, this is what we got." You know, because look, you know, if Denny Avia can be that third scoring option on this team, then we're cooking. I mean, we need that third guy. We know what Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole's going to do. Is that to me, who's going to be that dark horse third or fourth? Uh, fourth scoring option for us, man. And it very well could be Denny. Corey Kispers, a guy out there who can definitely score. So the loud, you know, it, it all depends, obviously, before deadline, after deadline. But um, I think that's really highlights how guys can step up behind them. You know, what can – this is finally the time that Denny breaks out offensively. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like what I'm saying. It's not a me thing. Yeah. You know, Shot is going to be huge. He did lead the league in turnovers coming off the bench. So that's something I, I want to see him improve on. I think Tyus yeah. will help him doing that. That's why I kind of like Jordan Poole at the shooting guard position because just the turnover problem that he has. But with the turnovers comes good plays because he's doing a lot. He's trying to make plays, trying to make good passes, He's trying to score. So I get turnovers yeah. come with it. But it's something that he definitely should uh, cut down on. And shot selection is going to be huge. That's a me thing. You know, is he going to make the extra pass? Is he going to move the ball? Yeah. Uh, Kuz said he worked on shooting off the dribble. Uh, that was one of the things he wanted to improve on, 
And uh, he talked about, you know, being guarded by the best defenders in the league now because he's a number one option. So, you know, I've seen him have good – he had good games. Uh, when we, we both went to the game against the Clippers where Kawhi was guarding him. He had a big yeah. game against Kawhi, Paul George, when John Wall came back. Bradley Bill was out. So that kind of gave you a glimpse of how Kuz was going to play as the number one guy. Porzingis was still playing, but Kuz had to step up and take some big shots that game. So that was a preview of, of more what we're going to see without without Brad and Kuz stepping up. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, shot selection is going to be huge for both of these guys. How are they going to play together? You know, unselfish basketball. They both are going to take tough shots. But at the same time, are they going to make the extra pass to if Denny's wide open? Are they going to look for him? Even though he's yeah. been struggling from the three, are they going to trust him and trust him and make that extra pass? Pass. So those are some examples right there that I'm looking forward to see uh, during the season. Yeah, absolutely. Same here, man. You know, like I said, I'm kind of reinforced what I just said is that, you know, they're going to get a lot of focus from the opposing defenses. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of looking for these next guys, especially young guys, to kind of step up. And that's why I kind of throw Denny out there because he's the guy, contract year. I think everybody's kind of on the same page when it comes to Denny. Just wait on the offensive side, man. We know we can do defensively, but can he be that guy that he can take advantage of those open shots? Because he's going to get some open looks. Corey Kispert is going to get a lot of open looks. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, you know, Daniel Gaff is going to be able to, I mean, they're going to be able to pick up that pick and roll because a lot of focus is going to be on those two. So you can, they can definitely expand the games a lot of players around. You know, Tyus Jones is another guy. You know, obviously he's the floor general, but, you know, offensively, what's his, what's his ceiling? You know, because we definitely need that guy at point guard long term. Like I said, everybody wants Jordan Poole to be that guy long term, but you mentioned earlier they're evaluating everybody. And if Tyus comes in and he proves to be that guy, we might be cooking. And like you said, you you think he's better served at the two. And I think that he could be successful at the one or the two. And like you said, if he if he's at the one, he's definitely got to show up the turnovers, man, because that's like the biggest mm-hmm. sin when it comes to a point guard. You know what I mean? So you got to show up the turnovers, man. But there's a lot of options, and that's something that we haven't always had. We have a lot of options kind of mismatched here and there, you know, play guys here and there. So there's a lot of options in D.C. So I think that's the biggest thing that I'm really looking forward to is just, you know, going to West. You know, how does he kind of figure things around? Because he has a lot of leeway as far as where he can play guys, you know, go off lineups, you know, go off lineups, really game plan. You know, that's something he couldn't do the last two years is game plan against opponents as opposed to just throwing a general lineup out there. You know what I mean? So, no, I think, you know, good times are definitely hit, man. And looking at Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole, man, the biggest name in the game for them, man, is leadership. What they bring is going to do wonders for his organization. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, Kuz thought about leading by example, and uh, he doesn't want to come off as phony. He just wants to hold himself accountable so he can hold others accountable. So I just want to thank you guys for listening. We're going to talk about Denny and Bilal and their press conferences. And I just want to thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe, hit the notification bell. Health and Wizards, peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.